Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. I don't know about the rest of you, but I can't not turn away. My TV's actually on in front of me now from the coverage. And I, I go between the different news outlets in the States just to get a sense as to what the conversation is like and how each of them are framing it. And everybody knows how everybody's going to be framing it. There's the, there's no point in me telling you what CNN's saying. There's no point in me telling you what Fox is saying. There's no point in me telling you what MSNBC is saying and how they're covering what's been transpiring stateside over the last week and a half or so. And but I wanted to bring it back to Calgary because we did have an event here in Calgary. It went without incident. And there was a lot of people who were applauding what happened. And obviously some questions about social distancing and that kind of thing. But beyond that, there's a message being sent in all of it. And one of them happens to be is we can't continue to stand for the status quo when it comes to police brutality, especially stateside. And wanted to bring that conversation here to Calgary with Police Chief Mark Newfeld joins us now. Uh, Chief, thanks so much for joining us here. Give us a bit of a, a snapshot as to what you, goes through your mind when you see what's transpired in the state, starting with uh, the death of the young man uh, in in Min- Minneapolis uh, a week ago now. Uh, hi, Joe. Yeah, thanks for having me uh, on the show. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's gut-wrenching to see what's going on uh, down in the U.S. Uh, right now, and certainly it seems to be continuing, too. As you say, as you watch the continuing coverage there, it's, uh, it's just a never-ending um, saga here. Um, yeah, but very sad. I mean, as we watched uh, in Calgary here, the, the uh, uh, footage there of the um, officer on uh, George Floyd, I mean, there's no question that that was something that was preventable and it was, uh, it was avoidable, and I'm not surprised he was charged. Mm-hmm. How do you approach that with your officers, your rank-and-file as uh, I'll call it a learning tool, even though they should know that that's not the right thing to do. Oh, for sure. I, I think our folks, uh, when they watch that, they see the same thing. Uh, we train quite a bit differently here. Like I, when I watch what happened there, you think, what lessons can you take of that in terms of what you're doing around training and the way that we're approaching situations? But I honestly don't think that we would see that here. Um, you know, the, the, I see tactics there that we wouldn't use and. You know, you have people on the street, too, and then the gentleman himself saying that he can't breathe and people pointing that out. And, you know, our folks here would be switching to uh, to life-saving measures and that sort of thing. And I, I didn't see that there either. Why is it that there is that huge disconnect between the training of a police officer in Canada versus the training of a police officer in the U.S.? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, the U.S. is vast, obviously, and well, Canada is vast too in terms of size. But we certainly have a lot less uh, agencies uh, than they do in the U.S. So if you think of, uh, in the U.S., there's agencies at the municipal and the county and the state and the federal level. And so, depending on you know where you are and uh, which state you're in, I think the the standards can uh, be vastly different. And so, I think some of that's reflected in in some of what we see. How shocked are you in the aftermath of of George's death that we're seeing um, attacks on uh, peaceful protesters by police officers? How how does that happen? How does how did how does that maybe that is the question? How does that happen in your eyes? Well, you know what? I don't know. That's a question I've been asking myself too. Um, you look at you look at yesterday's incident there, where uh, peaceful protesters were pushed back in Washington. Um, you know, ostensibly, as it was reported there for a photo op, 
um, that type of stuff simply wouldn't happen here. And I suppose um, it might have something to do with the level of independence that police have in Canada from political influences. And the structures that we have here, uh, things like the police commission and independent investigations with uh, agencies like uh, the Alberta Serious Incident Response Team when a, when a serious incident happens or, or somebody does uh, get seriously injured or dies as a result of an, a, a, an action by a police officer. Um, you know, there are a bunch of structures in place that I think are, are probably quite advanced uh, and not everywhere in the U.S. Um, there's, there's many areas in the U.S. where they're advanced as well, but not every area. And I think uh, that might be part of it. I know the the old adage of one bad apple ruins the bunch. And so how do you do even better to weed out the bad apples that may still exist within your organization? Well, you know, we do a good job of hiring. Uh, we've got a, uh, a, a very rigorous hiring protocol, bringing people into the organization. And then, frankly, you know, we train them well, we equip them well. And our officers uh, here, we do a, a, an, an excellent job of connecting uh, with our community. And so we have relationships with our communities and we learn from them and we stay engaged and uh, ahead of time. So when, you know, when, when bad things happen, and, and they do happen here as well, but we're actually uh, not introducing ourselves at that point, um, we have relationships that we can rely on and work through those things together. Uh, and like I say, we don't think we're perfect by any stretch of the imagination. We're, we're, you know, it's a, this is a reminder that uh, you know, you're sort of one bad incident away from having a big negative impact on the amount of uh, trust and confidence that the public affords you. And so we, it doesn't matter where things happen around the world, we take whatever lesson we can from that and, and learn what we can. But, uh, but I think our approach here in Calgary is quite a bit different. Where would you like to see things improve within your own department? Um, yeah, well, I'd love to be able to, uh, one of the places we've been focusing recently is trying to uh, increase uh, the um, diversity in our hiring. And we've found that the number of applications from actually all sources, young people in general, but certainly the diverse uh, communities, has gone down. And there's some some research out there around why that is. And, you know, a lot of folks actually view policing as being, you know, more dangerous than it really is. But, you know, all you have to do is watch TV and watch what's going on right now, and you can completely understand why people might feel that way. Is that one of the, the challenges that you kind of face is trying to tell the positive story? And I'll look even at yesterday and, and you see photos of your officers taking a knee with those in attendance. I mean, that doesn't happen uh, across the board in, in some places in the States. I was down myself uh, yesterday and uh, I just thought that the, the community did a great job. Uh, here in Calgary, as they do. I mean, we we probably pro- or, uh, probably police about 600, uh, whether they be demonstrations or large events uh, per year, and so this is it's nothing new to us to have these types of uh, events. But certainly, our people engage very positively, and uh, like I say, the community does very very well here. They they get their voices heard, uh, even at emotional times like this. But I think I think you saw people coming together down there, and uh, I, I don't think anybody's happy about what happened. I don't think anybody supports. Uh, you know, the racism or, or even the notion of police brutality. Our members don't. And so, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think that even down there yesterday we're so far apart. Does it concern you at all that there might be that notion of, of hey, we can get you give the gotcha moment, goading your officers into something that might uh, antagonize even further, given how uh, susceptible it seems to be now, given all that's happening in the world? Yeah, even though it's an emotional time, I, I think, uh, you know, there, there are 
uh, people who would like to do that to get that gotcha moment. But you know what? Our officers are professional. I think, uh, you know, uh, down there yesterday, I saw nothing but professionalism in the way that people were engaging. And um, I just thought our officers were immensely professional. And, and, you know, they know they're there actually to facilitate that protest and to actually help people to get their uh, voices heard. They're not actually there to stop them. Um, and so, yeah, so in many ways, it's actually sort of working together with the community, even at a time like this when people are, are, are outraged. What has been your main message to your officers as they've kind of been watching not only what's going on stateside, but trying to f- also navigate what's going on here in Calgary on a day-to-day basis? I've just been thanking them for what they're doing. I mean, we've seen our folks be professional. Um, I mean, you look right now at uh, at what's going on. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. Uh, we've got this situation going on with, uh, you know, um, simultaneous uh, or uh, sympathetic protests going on around the globe. And I'm I'm not, like, I haven't seen this. Uh, this sort of level of intensity and and this level of unprecedentedness. And through it all, you know, even despite the public health guidance about, uh, you know, the most best and most safest thing to do is to stay at home, our folks keep coming to work and they keep going out and they keep uh, being professional and they keep making it happen uh, in a positive way and they keep engaging the community. And I think that's been really helpful in the community. Um, I've heard from many that uh, during times like this, you know, people will look to um, the local government and, and we're probably the most visible um, feature of that. And, you know, if they see that we're doing okay and we're out engaging and that sort of thing through this uh, in a positive way, then they're okay. And I, I just, I just, I'm really, really grateful uh, to our folks and to the community for how we've worked through this together. Chief, grateful for your time this afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Calgary Police Chief Mark Newfeld here on Calgary Today as we go through what's been seen and heard and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the what's been going on stateside in just a couple of minutes. So I want to take a